Caleb's pushing buttons. Let's get this thing started. It's coming. Quit looking at me. Welcome to Sooner Born and Sooner Bred, a podcast with a father and three sons. We have no insider information, just strong opinions. This is our second shot at a podcast after Caleb started pushing buttons. I'm joined by Caleb, Pops, and Shane. Uh, guys, how has y'all week been it's fix, going? It's fixing to be a father and two sons. Yeah, I, I agree my, with that. My, my apologies. Uh, can you can you merge these two pods together? No, or that's not I, possible. Well, I could, but I don't want to take the time to do it. <laughs> Oops. So how's everybody's week been? Good. Been a good week. Uh, it's been great Long so far. Week. Yeah. Long week. Like you said, three day three day weekend. Here we come. Yeah. Three day weekend though so feels like deja vu all it's, over. It's again. amazing how those three day weekends show up right when you need them, huh? That's right. Yeah, me That's too. Right. I wouldn't have made it if I hadn't had a three day weekend. Says the man that never works anymore in retirement. So we we mentioned last week that Dad's moving out of his house. Mom has officially moved dang near everything out of their house, and Dad has painted what. The, what are them little Eve things called you, you painted? I call them corporals, but I don't he, he know what they are. He painted corporals on his house. He painted a little bit on the outside of the house, and Mom has pretty much done everything else. Well, now, hang on. Today, I cleaned out the, the garages underneath the apartments. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. I swept swept all them out, got it all swept up and looking nice. And oh, I, I take it back. Rearranged everything, which I do every year, and then y'all bring all no. y'all's <laughs> junk over there and stack it right in the doorway. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of junk outside, and very little of it's mine. Yeah. I, so if you're looking for a house in a wonderful neighborhood, there you Realtor.com. Realtor.com. Yeah, go check out Zillow. That's probably <laughs> probably a safe bet to find a, an awesome house. It is an awesome house. Laura Laura has uh, shed some tears, matter of fact, over the fact that that house is going to go, and she's like, "Hey, you know, Dad's even been like, hey, you need to buy it, Cody,' and I'm like, eh it takes a lot of work to keep that house up and with my schedule there's I, I don't first off i'm not handy by any means and secondly I, i'm not going to put the effort effort in to keep up an old house i mean it's been there for 110 years 103 years 103 she's years. a grand old lady she like, is she's you can't need that much more upkeep i mean if it stood up that long i'm well, sure there were got, some other people in the past that didn't keep it up it's so got it vinyl siding on it and everything and it's all vinyl windows and apartments is vinyl siding and windows and the shops that way too so it's not a whole lot of painting but when you do have to paint them upper windows for an old man i ain't standing on no 25 foot step ladder no you had like a, one of those lifts like, yeah. big lifts so over there the lift other day. Paint them. that was the day i drove by and i was like i'm i'm not even stopping to ask what's going on here i'm just gonna yeah. keep on moving and you wouldn't think a house in in the city of walters would get dirty you know and I have to pressure wash that about every other year 
to wash the dirt off the vinyl side. Yeah, I, I learned that with the pool. I come home from work every day, and the pool's got a layer of dust on the bottom. Of yeah, it. but you live right by a wheat field. Well, it's okay. So you live a three blocks from a wheat field. Yeah, well, uh, maybe so. I, yeah. We have a guy that comes from New Jersey to do like some stuff at, at at my work, and when he comes down, he's always like, "There's so much dust everywhere." He's like, y'all, everything's paved around here. How is there so much dust? And I was like, dude, that's Kansas's dust. <laughs> yes. And that stuff on that side of the room's from Texas. It, it just blows here. Yeah. Hey. So we started off by talking uh, high school football. Shane, you said you, uh, Cody asked you if you, we caught any, uh, you caught any of our broadcasts the other night, Friday night on the Oklahoma Sports Network. Yeah, I got to listen to you guys a little bit. Sounded, sounded good. Yeah, Walters Walters looks pretty good so far. I mean, the two teams they played just weren't very good, but I think what I was think the final score was it fifties to nothing, fifty fifty three nothing, fifty three nothing. nothing. I yeah. mean, it's hard yeah. to blink anybody. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is is they they put in backups at every position nearly, and so you saw yeah. that all those kids got a time on the field. Uh, so I mean they're they're pretty pretty salty. I mean it'll we'll find out more next. They'll week. make a run. They'll 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 yeah. make the playoffs. So they'll win a, at least a couple of playoff games. I think. Yeah, I, I, they're they're pretty impressive. So if you if you're a listen to this podcast and you want to watch Walters play, man, you need to tune into that stuff because they're going to be a good team. I, I think they'd be a dark horse to win the the champ, state championship. They yeah. could do it. I could see it. Yeah, they're they're not. Their coach says all the time they're not the biggest kids, and they're not. They're not very big, but man, they they play with some some real intensity. Every play, they're they're a hundred miles an hour. It's, so. it's pretty impressive to see how far they've come in two like two. It's basically the same team. They've lost you know two or three guys each year, but uh, this this main group of kids have been playing for. Three, four three, years. Three years yeah. now, and three years ago, they were they were not great. And no. then the next year, they only lose two again. So yeah. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be a force to deal with for another year for sure. So it's been fun to watch. Um, but anyway, so, you know, from one dominant team to to the next, uh, let's start talking about Oklahoma. We we've all probably had a chance to see the game. Shane, you didn't get to watch it live. You said you get uh, to watch it live, but uh, yeah, wouldn't watch the whole game since. And- I've watched it yeah. twice now, maybe three times. So I will say it's interesting seeing the score and then going back and watching the game, you know, because you have some ideas of how it happened in your head. And you go back and watch it, it's like, wow, it's interesting. So, so I've watched it and listened to it. So it, I've got to figure out how to sync the, the radio up with the – like going back and watching the replays where they they put the radio on, it's just so much better. Yes. Toby is. and them guys do it right Toby, now. Yeah. Toby's yeah, fantastic. And there's a way to do it. There's a website that you can do it, and it links everything up. I got. I was reading the other day on there. Said what you do is you get your Toby rolling them up, and then you get your game going, and you pause your game. Well, there's a until Toby and them catch up, then you turn them both on. But see, that's not the case for softball. Like softball, the TV is ahead of Toby. When you watch, or not really? Toby, it's it, the Chris TV. Plank. Yeah, the TV's ahead of Chris Plank, so you can't do that for softball. I know. I tried it. I kept having to back up the game. But as far as like what you saw, as you guys look at this thing uh, offensively, let's just start there. Overall, what did you what did you think about the offense for OU? Well, they scored seventy three points, so I mean, they were pretty efficient. Uh, I was real. Real pleased 
was pretty much pretty, I was real pleased with Jaden Gibson and Nick Anderson. I think these two guys, if they keep progressing the way they are, they made some great catches. Running backs, I thought were good. I thought the offensive line played pretty good. I thought Dylan Gabriel played lights out. I mean, really, from what we've seen of him in the past. He was calm in the pocket. He was commanding the offense. I think he was, what, 11 or 13 or something like that, a couple of hundred yards. He was, what, 27 a – no. Yeah. He made incompleted three passes. Three yeah, he had three incompletions. Yeah, I can't remember but it was, his complete. It was like – no, it was uh, 19 Jackson like Arnold was 11 of yeah. 11. Yeah. yeah. Arnold comes yeah. in, backs him up, looks great. Offense, I thought, looked pretty good. Pretty good. What do you think, Caleb? Well, I mean, everything was with a grain of salt. I don't know how many times we're going to say that. We'll go ahead and throw it out there. But they did what they needed to do. I mean, we've seen great offenses not play that well against the similar quality opponents before. Yes. Um Third downs, they were great on third downs. That's somewhere we struggled last year. They was uh, Dylan. Dylan Gabriel was extremely accurate. Yes, for the most part, maybe a, a ball or two underthrown. Um, but but overall, I mean, offensive line looked good. Deep stable of running backs. Uh, they they came out and took care of business. I mean, that's it's. Was their opponent great? Was their defense that they were playing great? No, but what I liked was that the effort at the first of the game really never changed the whole game. Yeah, they played the complete game. They were sure. playing as good and as hard and as efficient at the end of the game as they were playing at the first of the game. Yep. Normally we get a big lead and then we sit on our tufts and let the other team get back into it. This year that wasn't relevant at all. Shane, what do you think? I uh, I was impressed with Jaden Gibson. Like Dad, I thought, you know, it it just blows my mind that it's been a long time wide, coming. When he's, ain't wide it open, when he's wide open, he can't catch the ball. But uh, in these like contested catches, you know, leaping in the air with the defender on him and everything, he's, well, it's, he looks amazing. His, so that, his, that was a nice surprise. His first catch gets overlooked by the second, the touchdown catch. He made yeah. a, a great first catch too. Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he, he did. did. I mean, both both of those catches were amazing, and it's it's nice to have a receiver that you can just throw the ball up and it's a jump ball and let him win. You know, and haven't had that in a while. And, that was impressive. I was impressed with Tawi Walker. I just thought he yes. just looked different than the other backs, and I thought that was – I wasn't expecting that. But, I mean, when he had the ball, he just – it looked like a different offensive line out there blocking for him. I mean, it just – he looked different. And so – but, I mean, overall, the offense was incredibly efficient. I think something I'm interested to see this year is when you get down inside the 10-yard line, do you put the ball in Jackson Arnold's hand simply because he's so good at running the ball? You bring, he's so, bringing the bell he's, he's such a dual threat that um, do you start creating packages for him? Do, do you realize packages? You realize I, I listened to the post game and stuff like that. Uh, he asked. He asked to be able to run the ball. Yeah, he, he when he got the After his first series, he gets yeah. on the phone with Levy and he asks if he can run the ball. Uh, that's impressive to me because he's he's willing to go out there and take contact, tells you what they may use him for in packages in the future. I don't know that we'll see much like a, a, a Jackson Arnold package until you see maybe Texas 
But I think by Texas, you're yeah. going to see a package that's just him and going to be a little bit different. And what's nice about him, I mean, he's, he's so good with the ball in his hands running, but you can't key, key in on him as a running back because he can, he can throw it, and everybody knows it. So, yeah, he proved that. Yeah, I, I look forward to seeing what that looks like. What do y'all, what do y'all think, think about that? I mean, Gabriel's a good runner. For, for me, overall, on the offense, as I watched it, I, some things that stood out is you had 10 – Ten different guys catch a football during that football game. That is not what you had last year. No, it's you, not. You didn't have anything close to that last year at any point, even no matter the the opponent. So offensively, I look at that game and go uh, wide receivers. Uh, I feel confident in. I thought uh, the Blake Smith kid at tight end uh, that was refreshing to see that he came out. He caught a ball. He looked good. I thought they they blocked well i thought the wide receivers blocked well uh on the running back room uh i think that's if you want to get right down to it i think that's going to be an issue going forward some of the one of those guys are leaving uh, if not two or three of them are going to leave because you're bringing in tatum uh you're bringing in xavier robinson who i don't see how either one of those two you keep off the field next season and marcus major wasn't bad tywee walker was uh, to me, at five and a half yards per carry, he was phenomenal. Uh, Javante Barnes got the bulk of the carries when you really get down to it. I think at the end of the day, I think most people that have guessed it, I think I think he gets the – I think he's going to get the lion's share of the carries just because he's the guy that has the ability to break it and just – you know, get out into space. I just don't know that he knows Who that he can that? do that yet. Javante Barnes. Javante Barnes. I think he's yeah. going to be. I think he's going to be the the anchor at the running back room. But the problem was, I think, with the injuries and things like that coming into the season, he was he was hurt all that yeah, stuff yeah, sure. throughout the summer. And I think I think that was a nod to Ty Wee, and I think it was a nod to Marcus Major, who stayed healthy. Yeah, Sawchuck was out too. Yeah, and Sawchuck still still yeah. wasn't back. But then you go look at. I mean, just that whole room, when you watched all of those guys play, there was never a huge drop-off. Now, again, we, we said it. You take it all with a grain of salt, like Caleb said, because this was not a, a great opponent. But overall, to me, the offense was – when you score 73 points, uh, You're doing you, you have to do something right. right. I mean, that's yeah. the most points scored against anybody in Norman since – uh, when they they hung seventy seven on Texas A and M, and I love to say that over and over again, uh, we hung seventy seven on A&M. Texas A and M two thousand three. Well, I think what's incredible too is seventy three, and Austin Stogner and Jalil Farouk didn't have a catch. Jalil I mean, Farouk had a catch. Yeah. Didn't no, he did, did not. He have a catch? He no, it was an incomplete. No, yeah. he did. He didn't have a catch. He had a run. He had a oh, rush. okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he, so those two guys did not. They threw to him in the end zone, but it was incomplete. Yeah, it's impressive, to say the least, the offensive performance. Y'all know what the best part of the game was? After the third face mask call against the Red Bulls, they pan over, and old Butch Jones is batting his eyes like a toad in a hailstorm. He looked like a Red Wolf, didn't he? I thought he was going (laughs) to – I thought his blood pressure looked like it was – he was just turning red. I, I think he was crying at one time. <laughs> he did have a guy patting him on the back at one time, one of his players. Uh, what do y'all think about Gavin Freeman? Because I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, electrifying. I, I, I didn't buy all the hype. I didn't either, I but agree. it's, I did, it's I did. real. Apparently, it, it 
tends to be really Listen, yes. it, we we can go ahead and mark it down. It's a thing now. His first touch of every season is going to be for a touchdown. Well, that only not, happens once every season. Uh, yeah, need, but I'm going to be completely well, disappointed now next year if Stoops don't. You know, and we come can bring, back from we can, the shoulder. We can talk about that. Drake Stoops took the injury. We all saw it. He, he walks off the field. He's holding his arm, holding his shoulder area. Uh, sounds like they said he could uh, come back. He he could have came he back in the game. Dislocated his shoulders. Well, yeah, he did. they put it back in. He he could have came back. So don't think that he's not coming back. They he was actually asking to come back in the game. I mean, when you're beating somebody like we were, you know, just skull dragging the team, you're not going to bring one of your starters back in the game just so he can get injured again. And then the other injury that's out there was Desan McCullough that everybody's really concerned about. Yeah, I think that's a high ankle sprain. I've not heard a high ankle sprain. I've heard just a regular old ankle sprain that he he should be back. uh, Got PTSD from high ankle sprains. Yeah, let's be honest. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson days with the high ankle sprain that never fixed. Um, no, I mean, so as far as injuries go, there, there's very few to report from the game. McIntyre went out. That's pretty good for an opener. I mean, Kate McIntyre went out in the game. I, I haven't heard really what was the deal with him. And you now, Davis see, Bevel. You didn't see guys get cramps either. That's like 118 on the sidelines. Is what well, they've they been that, practicing. That was, that was, yeah, that was impressive, though. Yeah. They've been well, practicing yeah, in this stuff. It's, it's that competitive depth, right? Right. So, they, so nobody had to play it a ton. So, yeah. Right. But, I mean, the the fact of the matter is the worst injury that came out of this game was Davis Bevel. It sounds like an MCL injury. I, I, felt, I felt sorry for him. Man, he – He gosh, got bent yeah, over he, like a pretzel. That was like an indecisive run. And then they – Yeah, it was like he a is, taco. He is you, such a you statue. Too, you too tall to be running up the Look, middle, buddy. When he was in the game, I looked at Caleb, and we were watching it. Me, Dad, and Caleb were watching it together. And I was like, oh, we're going to put the statue in there when we're on the two-yard line in our own end zone. And and the kid that so just has that's where no, he's most comfortable at. He has no Spends mobility. Most of his time there. Yeah, he stands in the end zone, and, and so I'm like, God. And then he tries to run it up the middle, and he gets snapped in half, and it, it was awful. And what made me even feel worse for him is not only does he get snapped in half, he's laying on the ground, completely injured, and outruns Booty. And when he runs out there, the crowd erupts because everybody wants to see. Uh, booty in the game. It, it sounded like they quieted down pretty quick. They, 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 they tried realized, to quiet them. They, they, they realized how much of a jerk they are when General Booty comes running out there and you're like, props the crowd to fans for that. <laughs> I mean, so overall, offensively, I, I thought, again, I can't stress it enough. Dylan Gabriel, uh, he had one throw that that looked really bad and it was an underthrow to, uh, who was that, to uh, Andrew Anthony. It was underthrown but when you go back and look at it again, I watched it the second time, it did. It came out of his hand weird. He even made a motion afterwards a little bit like it came out weird. Uh, other than that, I, I, I thought he threw the ball over the middle. That was his problem last year. Not, not a ton of throws over the middle, but the couple that he did. But did he did throw them, and he couldn't do accurate. a couple last year. Well, that's true, yes. That had been 10 feet over the head. I mean, so, so a great performance by him. Uh, let's be honest, the future at quarterback looks really good. Uh, what – what we saw from Gabriel and the underthrows on some of those really deep balls, uh, you got we're Jackson Arnold. General, General Booty? No, we're talking oh, Jackson oh. Arnold overthrowing yeah. by about five yards on, on those <laughs> long ones. One of the things that he did do is he pumped up Jaquez Petaway's uh, uh, receptions because he, he seemed to really key in on him. and so He was one of the main drops, though, too. Yeah, he, but he's going to be – that's going to be a, a future – Group there, those those two guys can, are going to be a, a future duo. Can we start duo. over the one drop that he had? 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really frustrated that he dropped the ball. Catch the ball. I mean, that, that's the deal. You're, you're that got a little team. chemistry, though. You can tell it. I mean, everybody's like, oh, shocked with Jaden Gibson. Why is everybody shocked with Jaden Gibson? Because he couldn't catch the ball last year. Exactly right. He could uh, not catch the ball. Right. And we're like, oh, he caught the ball now. You huh, couldn't catch the ball why, in the spring game. Why is anybody yeah, – right. you should never be shocked that a guy catches – now, the catch he had down there on – on, on you know at the end zone or right there at the goal line, you're like, oh, that's an amazing catch, and I would say that about any player. But the fact of the matter, if you'd have thrown him a ball of the middle the other day and he just caught one while he was wide open space, I'd been like, oh, crazy, he caught the ball. That's a problem, and that's why Jaden Gibson hadn't seen the field. And I'm hoping that he's past that. I hope so. I'm sure he's probably settled in and past that. You be don't nice get to be. To you don't it. get to be a receiver. At- University of Oklahoma. You're not going to just magically stop catching the they, ball. They say he's been really doing good in, in, in practice. As a freshman, I can see it being at six the situation six. you're in, you know. He's valuable. For it. I mean, he, he's a physical specimen at the, the spot. Yes. That's why everybody was so excited that we got him. The deal was is you can be an awesome physical specimen, but at wide receiver, you got the one thing you got to do is catch it. And it's just like the running back. Hey, you can be an awesome running back, but if you can't hold on to the ball, Right. That's a problem. That's I why agree. Bob Stoops set a ton of great ones down. The Roy Finches of the world that couldn't learn the playbook know, or right. couldn't hang you on to the ball. Off, Roy Finch. Yeah. You lay He's off, Roy Finch. You lay off, Roy Finch. He's probably been listening to this podcast when we got into the thing. You know? De- so, decapitated chicken was good. <laughs> yeah, he was. All right, so defensively, uh, let's move on there. Um, what do you guys think about the defense overall? You shut them out. You know, but hey, what did I tell you all? Did that look like a top 40 defense to y'all? Huh? It, it, no. No, no. Did to me. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I, I am a opponent to the fact that it looked like a top 40 defense. I have a problem with the defense. What's that? Well, one, I understand we were rushing for It was a pretty base defense. But you never, not once, did we get to the quarterback. I know, but you have to understand. They were in the backfield. The front, he, he, threw the, he got rid of the ball quickly. The on front seven was throws. not impressive. They was set up to keep us away from, you know, off the quarterback. I, I just don't feel I, – I don't feel like the front seven was impressive at all to me. I, I just never felt like they, they imposed their will. Now, did they do their job? They held them to 49 rushing yards. That's imposing your will. That's imposing your will. Two hundred and eight total yards. I, I will, I will agree with Cody on this. Uh, I, I saw seventy three to nothing. I was like, oh man, like goose egg. Defense must have been humming. So that, so I already knew we shut them out. I go, I watch the game, and I'll, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't. I'm like Cody. I wasn't quite as impressed. And I, mean, I, and I super impressed. I mean, Everybody's I mean, disappointed that we didn't get to the quarterback. That's the only argument well, y'all I, got. I've heard – no, 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 no. That's not my argument. I, I mean, I heard BV on that. And BV, you know, I mean, he's I, he said, you know, there were three-step drops, quick passes. When they were going with long passes, it was max protection. I, I get that. I'm just saying, you know, the the – there, there were some holes in, in the defense. It seemed like you know six, six yards of pass is it's not terrible, but it's not great. Well, we had a couple. Uh, I mean, of, we had a couple of bust and about one three, of mechanic three bust, and they one of them they gained forty something yards on. But the defense stiffened right back up, shut them down, and what I was 
kind of disappointed in the bust that we had, but it's the first game of the year. You only had three. That's not bad. I, th- I think your back four looked really good. I-, I thought I thought the corners, the safeties, the Reggie Pearson, phenomenal. I-, I everybody can complain about it all they want. You take the fifteen yarder over there on the oh, sideline where that. he he smokes the quarterback a I little like bit. That. I love Light, it. Set, lightly, set, he, he just doesn't get out of the quarterback's way. That's what no, happened. He and, didn't get out of his way. He kind of threw his shoulder into you, him though you, and set him on his. Yeah, you he got did. a brace for impact. Hey, look! But the next play, he he gets a tackle for loss on yes. that. Reggie Pearson mm-hmm. does. Right. So I'm I'm totally fine with your your two corners, Gentry Williams. I'm impressed. He's that that's nice an SEC ready kid. Yeah, that's a kid that looks like what you would see in the SEC. Woody Washington played well. I felt Pearson played well. I thought Bowman was was what we expected of Bowman. The thing I'm disappointed in is the Ethan Downs of the world. I wasn't impressed with what he did. I wasn't impressed with Jaron Canick. And, and sorry, but he he's he's going to have to Canick and those guys are going to have to play some drop into coverage and they didn't do well you at do it. You realize he's this is he's only played linebacker for 2 years, right? I don't care how long he's played. You're on the field at the University of Oklahoma. If it's, you play 2 years then learning the tells, It tells me there's nobody behind him. No, it tells me he's that good of an athlete that they trust him no, to go out and make I, I plays. I don't buy that. That's bull crap. Don't think you tell me there's a great athlete out there, but if he can't play the position, there's somebody else behind him that should be able to and if there's not, gentlemen, we're in a problem. 73 to zip. Did they did they play perfect? Uh, okay. No, that's the best the defense has played in the opening game in a long freaking time. If we sit here and argue about what the defense did. We're nitpicking. I want to hear what Shane has to say. Go ahead, Shane. But I was going to say. Well, I was just going to say. When you go back and you look at the zero, though, you realize all of the penalties. I mean, the 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 Red Wolves look like us shoot themselves in the foot on offense. I mean, they had so many penalties. They missed two field goals. Um, they did us a ton. Of, there were a lot of drops. I mean, I can't tell you how many times Stroud threw the ball, hit a guy right in the hands, and dropped it. I mean, so they, they should have scored. They did, our de- they did our defense a lot of favors as well, and so I just they, they should have scored. And, and I'm not on, in, on and, any and other it, one of our defenses. They would have scored last year. They would have right. scored. They would have scored two, multiple times. Yes, they would have scored yeah, 14, right. 21 points against us. But, so I, I will say a shutout to shut. But it, to me, I didn't watch it and just think, oh, wow, like the defense. They they had a raid guide. It was like they had they played some guys that they got a kid that's They got a kid that was a Ray guy finalist, right? I mean, five shutouts in college football this, this Saturday. I understand that, but they still had a Ray guy. He missed two field goals. I don't disagree that were with chip that. Chip shots, and then again, Shane's right. They dropped. Shots. They dropped balls. Why were they dropping gone. balls? Because they were wide open, and their kids are terrible. No, it's yeah. wide open, and they're scared to death. There's a lot of Arkansas State that drop ended. balls though, and still I'll score one more thing. 10, 14 one more points. Thing that concern me. A lot of our D backs, a lot of the hand fighting and stuff that they were doing. I think are going to get called pass interference. There were there were two or three times not, I thought not in the SEC they won't play, and not in the SEC, but in normal Big Twelve play, we're going to get that's going to be pass interference. And they didn't they didn't call it on us yesterday, but I think they will. And, and so all of those things collectively, I'll say you and Cody are so a negative. Shutout, a shutout's a shutout, but. You I and Cody are so negative. Look, I'm a, a will see. I'm a will see. I'm not a consciously I'm, optimistic. I'm not that that Look, wasn't. I'm, I'm that not a sunshine. At last week, at last week, I would have told y'all, 
OU is going to come out and beat them 73 to nothing. Y'all would have been doing backflips. We, we said bull crap last week when you said they were going to beat them 54 to nothing. So. Yes, 54 to 3 yeah, is what I predicted. I thought they had made one of them feel go because they got a Ray Guy guy. You well, know, if you, if you had told me thing. last week, if you told me last week, our defense is going to get zero sacks against their first string. We're going to have no interceptions. We're going to have no batted balls. Jalil Farouk is not going to have a catch. Austin Stogner's not going to have a catch. Drake Stoops and Desan McCullough are both going to get hurt. Stoops is going to be out in like the first quarter. You're so How negative. You, I, if someone would have told me that last week, I would have been like, holy cow, do, do we win? That's and exactly so where I've been. All of that happened. The fact that all that happened and we won seventy three to nothing, I'm ecstatic. I'm I'm not I'm, saying I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not a Debbie Downer on OU by any means. But the fact of the matter is, is I watched this team last year and, and there were signs that I just overlooked because I'm I'm that guy and just like you guys, y'all say, Oh, you're so negative. I, I can be one of those optimistics too, and I overlooked every little thing last year as we marched into Nebraska and Lincoln and we we dominated a team in, in Nebraska that I thought, oh, this we're back. This Who'd is we it. open up with last year. Kent State. I watched that game the other day again, and I held my breath for half. Yeah, we were up what ten to three after the half. Or yeah, something, yeah. We? Well, yeah. One well, you said it even this week. I'm like, heck, a win's a win, right? You look at Texas State beating Baylor. You look at Oklahoma State. Struggling with Central Arkansas, you look at Kansas struggling with well, you, Missouri. You hit the State, nail on the head like, with the the Big Twelve. I mean, you like like seventy three to nothing. You're like, yeah, I'll take it. Absolutely, I agree. They're I mean, struggling with these guys. They they played as well as you could expect. I think were they perfect? No. What, does that mean that next week that they're going to shut SMU out? By no means. No, I'm going to tell they you what. Next week, on us. next I don't week know. they're going to SMU's a good team. No, I agree. I yeah, mean, well, we'll don't more, get me wrong. We'll they're not. You know, cautiously optimistic. That's what I'm going with. If if you shut out SMU, you've done something. I I don't doubt that. I agree. If each each week gets a little bit different, but I, I look at this this whole thing and I'm like, I, I just can't. I I don't want to put my stamp on them and say, hey, this this team's good because no I'm not I'm scared to do it because I saw a team that I thought once they finished at Nebraska I Kent State was terrible you're like oh I held my breath for a half we did that during the Lincoln Riley era every time yes and then you had a playoff team uh, but the fact of the matter is you ended up in Lincoln and you were like after everybody left Lincoln everyone in this room everybody on this call right now would have said. This team is ready to go make a run for not only a Big 12 championship, but Brent may have a team on his hands that can make the playoffs. And I'm not buying – I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid this year. I'm just not doing 12 it. 12 points are away, and we would have been <laughs> on a run. I feel better about it this year than I, than I would have any other time. I feel better. I think, I think he's right. I think Brent's not lying in the fact that he has more competitive depth. He has better players on this team. You can see it. The, the front seven, he, he told us, everybody on the front seven may be different except for uh, uh, Stutzman. And that was the truth. Everybody that started on the front seven was a different starter than it was last year's first game. Than other than Danny Stutzman, and so you you know things have changed. You know things are are, are getting better, and you're seeing guys out there. 
but I'm still I'm still a little bit concerned in the fact that we we just didn't look as sharp as I I think really good. I think the, the good did. thing is like that the big play they had uh, the forty something yarder that happened to us last year. Two plays later, they're scoring a touchdown. Yeah, it's like we would lay down. So yeah, we we didn't do yeah. that at all during yeah, the game. Yeah, to me. The defense played their positions. You didn't – they weren't trying to be heroes or making great – you know, getting out of position to make a great play or something. And that's why you see – everybody thinks we didn't get to the quarterback. We didn't have any interceptions. But then again, they didn't score. You held them scoreless. Kept everything in front of you the whole game. I'm impressed. Well, the third facet of, of a team is, is special teams. What Special teams-wise. Gavin Freeman. Gavin Freeman was – he is phenomenal. It's You know, it's hard to believe we haven't had like a punt return. And was it 2016? Yeah. I, I can't oh, remember. We're talking seven, seven yeah, 2016. years. 2016. D.D. Westbrook. Is it, at, at the University of Oklahoma, we haven't returned a punt in seven years? Like, that's, that's mind-boggling. We were spoiled under but, like the Antonio – uh, Perkins days and stuff like that too, though. So they talked about uh, yeah. you know in two thousand uh, or nineteen ninety nine, I guess is when when the season actually was when we won the national championship. Uh, we we opened with Arkansas State, ranked number nineteen, oh, and there yeah. was also a punt return in that game for a touchdown. Yeah, it's it's freaky yeah. when you think about it. I'll throw this in there. National Second championship year. here Second we go. Information hey, that was the largest margin of victory in an uh, opener. Good. In 106 years at OU. That's so, y'all quit right But our defense, I, I just don't know about them. Uh, so, so, we'll see. We'll uh, see. Special teams-wise, I, I saw the Schmidt kid. Did you see the kick where he had to, like, reload and kick it again? Yeah. That's called double-cocking it right there. I, he's, he's, no, he's no little Jimmy Stevens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I liked little Jimmy. And if you go look at the record book, he kind of laces through that record book. On He does. He's, yes. he's got records here and there. He made some nasty-looking field goals. I will admit that. Some of them just barely over the crossbar. But, yeah, he, he – Barely over the crossbar from 25 yards out. Yeah. I mean, I thought Schmidt was, was okay. Plaster only got to punt one time. He punted uh, well, though. And he punted it He punted it long. I mean, so it, that, that was nice a good bit. punt. I it, I don't know if you heard. Did y'all hear before the pregame, Brent kind of took a subtle shot at oh, uh, uh, Michael Turk. Did you hear that, Shane? Oh, no, I didn't hear it. So he, he made the comment about uh, the punting and saying something along the lines of, you know, this year we're not going to punt it into the end zone every time. Uh Oh, thought yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was a subtle, subtle jab. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, I understand why that subtle jab came. Not that anything against, you know, so much that Brent and him had any beef, but Turk did take a subtle jab at Patty Gasso during the uh, softball season, and uh, you, you know, you, you jab and you get you don't don't poke the queen, and, and or you know, Brent Minimals may poke you back, and he did, and so. Uh, well, I, that maybe that must, might be why he's not making an NFL team too. I mean, he had a nice. He had a nice leg. It's just, you know, can you hit those? Can you hit those wedge shots with the backspin? And yeah, he really, really struggled five, with. You know, I think so. he struggled with control. He couldn't ever put it out in the corners and he things like that. He was long. That's it. He was long. He had a long leg, but it couldn't get the height that you really needed. Uh, beyond that, 
the games around. Let's start with the Big 12. Uh, if you guys trash. watched any of the Big 12 games or just even saw um, the scores. This is just a reminder of why I'm so glad we're leaving. Baylor. Oh, good gosh. Baylor, TCU, Tech, and, and we'll throw West Virginia in there, even though West Virginia lost they, to they an opponent. They played at least a quality opponent. But those those four teams dropped their game this week. Baylor to Texas State. TCU lost to a Colorado team, which I, who knows what they are. Tech loses to Wyoming in, in a nail-biter. Uh, Oklahoma State tossed them into that mix. They looked bad, and it's because they don't have a quarterback. Shocker. Hey, uh, all we let all of our kids leave in the portal. We're not going to even jack with the portal, and we're not going to recruit anymore. That's kind of the, the position that Mike Gundy took, and so shocker. We're, we're only going to take terrible. if you want to be here. So, uh Let's yeah. let's discuss that. Dad, start out with what you saw this week in college football. Prime time looked pretty good, guys. <laughs> Come down there and jumped on them horn frogs, man, and sent them scurrying. I'll admit I didn't see that coming. I didn't either, but I, 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 did I still don't know what that. to make of it. I'm not a big uh, Dion fan. He's basically everything I oh, not. He, he yes, who, he just he gripes me. I can't stand it. I don't know, Shane. Who picked him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, I was pretty sure. Dad, were you with me on that one? I watched. No, he did not pick them. No, he didn't I didn't pick no, the bus. You're, you're no, the only one no. that picked the bus. No, I oh, did man. not pick them. Wow. I I honestly wow. thought it was going to be a blowout. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. You kind of rubbing that in, are you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Deion Sanders fan. I wasn't a fan when he played. It's not that I don't like Deion Sanders. He's a he's a great self promoter. But uh, oh, he, I'm sure he was a good player, and he, 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 he may a be player. a good coach. I just don't like I don't like his personality. I don't either. I so, mean, he uh, talks the trash and he backs it up. I mean, yeah. he, does, he does do that yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, and if he's on your side, like Baker, you probably like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. If he was playing for OU, I'd probably liked him. But yeah. I didn't. Uh, but that, that that I don't I still don't know what to make of it. I mean, we're going to pick it, pick their game again here in a little bit. I don't I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Who are they playing next? Nebraska. Nebraska, Nebraska, yeah. They're favored to beat him, though. So, Nebraska. do you trust him to do it again? You know, I, don't know. I, I didn't we'll find trust out him. in a minute. We'll I, did, I didn't minute. trust him yeah. to do it the first time. Uh, other than that, I mean, sheesh. You know, Texas looked mediocre at best against. But I, I think so, they're going. I think they, they've got to be better than that. Oh I mean, no, they anybody, don't have to be. They, they've never Texas had to be better than that. I watched some of it. I got to watch about the first half of it. Thirty-seven I mean, did, to ten against Rice. Defensively, they played really well. They'd get the ball. They did. They'd, they gave up ten points against Rice. They'd march it down the field. They'd get inside the twenty. Was that early on though? Like, how did the game run? Well, they got three. Rice got three points at the start of the game, first quarter, and they scored seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so they they held them defensively, the, the but off, offensively they just it. they would sputter out in the the red zone. You ready ready for my uh, – Texas is sputtered out for 15 years. You ready for my thought on Texas? Yes. So, I, I have this theory on Texas. Um, I watched that game. I watched most of it. Didn't get to see the whole thing, but but saw uh, the lion's share of it. The problem they're going to run into is, is their fan base is as uh, uncouth and as rabid as ours. Um, and Quinn, you Quinn, Quinn – what are you doing over there, Shane? He's yelling Manning. They're gonna, Manning. That's like what the they're going to do. Are. They're going to boo Quinn Ewers. And I, I think it comes as early as next week because Bama, 
Bama's gonna Bama's gonna monkey stomp them. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna. But, where's this game at? Is this? It's in, in Tuscaloosa. Oh, that's Bama. They're gonna. That's the. That's the. If it was if it was in Austin, that that's they part they of the would problem. Boo him. They're not gonna. There's not gonna be enough of them in in. I think the few. I think the few him. fans that are there are gonna boo him. Well, think they'll be gonna, gone. Already. And I think on message boards, social media, all that stuff, you're now, gonna start seeing. You're gonna start seeing them call for it now. Whether you hear the boos in the stadium that day, you may not. It, it's much like the OU Spencer Rattler deal. When they come back to it Austin, was, the first time he falters, he, he messes up in Austin. They're gonna call for. Boy. They're gonna yeah, call Cajun for Manning, Pratt. and Manning's not ready. Manning's not ready to take this offense over, and is, is Star, Sarkeesian on the sauce enough that he's willing to make that switch? And that's the real question. Alabama jumps out and jab slaps them. Half of that Texas crowd's gone. What if they come? What if they they, they played Alabama really close last? They year. They played them close at home. What happens if they come out and do it again this year? Alabama was terrible last year. Let's all be hope. Uh, that's the worst team that Saban's put on the field. Well, in a Alabama long, long time. wasn't terrible. They just wasn't as good as. That's they the worst team are. Saban's put on the field in a long, long yeah, time. They weren't basically terrible. the same team with a new quarterback now, though. No, no, no. This team's better. Got another year's experience, but they're better. I, I, I and a I new quarterback. See, and a they new do quarterback. have a new. But a has quarter, quarterback has quarterback ever really played? I'm, it just plays a role in every other football game ever. Has it ever really played a role at Alabama? <laughs> yes. No. It, it hasn't. Bryce Young. Bryce Young is good. Yes. He, but he's he not. Good. He's not NFL good. Was that? There are that there two of like Tyler Leola. Tyler Leola. When we played him. AJ McCarron. Yeah, AJ. AJ was a good quarterback. We just monkey stomped him. again, but he was he was not a good quarterback, guys. Y'all say he's he was, a good quarterback. He was what he won Alabama two national championship. He was a good quarterback. He was he a Heisman Trophy winner? No. no. We we talk about quarterbacks at OU. When you think of quarterbacks, you think of Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jason White. Uh, Josh Hype, all these amazing. AJ names. McCarron's in the mix. No, with he is not. He's in there with. He's with, not even close. Not even close. He is not close to any of those. A.J. McCarron is a game manager. That's what he is. And that's what Nick Saban wants. He doesn't want. He doesn't need a playmaker at quarterback. He wants his big. You got the hard-headedest brother in the world. Come on, Dad. You got to understand this. He wants a big, burly running backs to run down your throat with his massive offensive lineman, and then he, what he's going to do, he's going to stick his massive defensive players, his defensive linemen out there, with his ultra-talented linebackers, his superstar uh, defensive backs, and he's going to hold you to very little on your offensive side. He You're doesn't true. need That's you. That's true. He doesn't need Kyler Murray. But McCarron was a good yeah, quarterback. But he had Bryce Young last year, who was a good quarterback. Okay. And you can't not tell me he was not a good he quarterback. He was a good quarterback, but the problem he had around him was that that defense Sent so many to the NFL. His offense he sent does so it many. Every to the year. I know, but they he were so young. They were young, and and this year they're better. This team's a better. You mark it everything down. else might be better. Yes, the quarterback, they're a better team this, this year. This than Alabama quarterback will not be better. I, he won't be Quarterback's better. not better. He's not. I'm better. not going to say he's better, but the team will be better. The he, most important player on the field at any given time will not be better. He doesn't have to be better at Alabama. That's the thing. Is that's what I'm trying to point out. You don't have to have a great quarterback at Alabama. You just got to have a game manager, and this kid can do it. Everybody can game manage. You can put a, a more. But you can argue that everybody else around Texas Shane, is better, with the exception there. of running back. Davis Bevel. I, I mean, I agree both sides. I mean, I do. It, there is something about these SEC teams and their great defenses and stuff like that that you can – the They fence. don't need a four-year starter. They don't need a Heisman quality quarterback. They can 
they can throw out a guy that I think Cody's right. You can't throw out a guy that's a game manager and have a shot. You know, and I'm not saying that all of Alabama's quarterbacks have been game managers. Good gosh, two and all those guys have been great quarterbacks. I'm just saying. Are you telling me? I, are y'all they, telling they, me that Stetson Bennett was that great? No, I'm not. Why did he win? But I'm telling you that AJ McCarron was a very good quarterback. He he was Stetson Bennett. That's I, what I he agree. was. I think I think you're right. It's, it's why well, guys Stetson like Bennett won Blacko two national championships. Exactly. So he's a pretty good quarterback. No, he's you put a, a crappy you put a crappy quarterback on one of those teams or an average quarterback. They're throwing interceptions. He's a game right. manager. Okay. I'm going to have to step in and say, let's move on down the line. No, I, I'm I'm just I'm pointing out. Y'all that, are arguing too much. I brought Shane in to God, kind of I can't help wait till we lose and this whole thing just blows up. I, I'm I'm just pointing out that. Alabama is a better team than what they were last year. If you I think agree that, with if that. you think that but Texas quit is going to play about with the it. quarterbacks, if you think Texas is going to play with them, you're you're fooling yourself. Did, would no, you have thought Texas, Texas was going to play with them last year? I didn't Did I, think it either. I didn't think so either. But the fact of the matter is, is when I watched Alabama play, I understood why they did. All right, moving on. Uh, who else did y'all watch? Did y'all talk about Oklahoma State yet? I didn't watch no, Oklahoma State. I never watched I, I Oklahoma watched, State. I didn't get to watch them. I watched a little bit I, of it. Surprisingly, I thought they looked a lot better when they put Gundy. Uh, and, the, uh, the Gundy kids saved Bo, their game. Bo, Bowman didn't were they, look Were great. they in danger of losing that game? They were in danger of losing Who the game. Who did they play? They were ahead, they were ahead by six points then Cent- going into Central the fourth Arkansas. quarter. Central had a six, Arkansas. Yeah, had a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter against Central Arkansas, and they put in the Gundy kit, and he saved them. I mean that's all there is to it. They they literally do not have a quarterback, and it's only Mike Gundy's kid that's out there, and he's you hate to see it. He's but not more great. Than that, you love to see it. I, I'm not Has a, he got a better personality than Mike Gundy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the kid at all. I don't Probably either. I, I will say this: after the game, I watched the like the post of it, like when they're all like walking off the field and stuff. Everybody on Oklahoma State's team looked like they lost except for Gundy's kid. And I think it's because he got to play so much. He's like, boom. I, we, well, he we, won the game for him. He's a hero Yeah, he now. did. He's, he's a pump. He was pumped. And he's like, hey, I'm sure he, in his mind, and, and rightfully so, he has to be their starter going back into next yeah. week. But that probably, And he was their – what was he coming into the season? Like He was probably third. Third string. Yeah, I mean, second or third string. Well, and you that doesn't bode well for them. Is, is, and that's part of that's because of that. Gundy not wanting to look like he's Yeah, he's not trying kid, to play favoritism. You know? well, I, I kind of thought that Alex Sanders kid was part of dad, too, until I saw him play. <laughs> look, I mean, the deal is, is, is for Mike Gundy, the problem was is he lost so much in the portal. And part of that, that's his fault. That, yes. Don't get me wrong. That's his fault. He Spencer Sanders hits the for, portal. He wants to come back. You say, nope, you either want to be here or you don't. And you kind of drew a hard line. I, 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 part of me says I like that hard line. I do. But as if you're a fan of Oklahoma State and, and you're watching your team there, you, you, should have, you should have brought him back with open arms. I mean, we, we got a guy, Justin Harrington, who left. Shane, you got a controller if your dog over there. Oh, sorry about that. No, Just, that's okay. Justin Harrington left. Brent Venables brings him back, not on scholarship, 
And I mean, that's one of the that's big stories. Story, yeah. It is a great story. The kid leaves, I comes seen back. The stuff on Toby Walker, I need to. I need to look into that. He needs to look more. at it. I mean, but they bring Harrington back. Harrington's not on scholarship when he comes back in. He just asks for a second chance. That's all he asks for. Brent's like, hey, you can come back, but you you're gonna have to you know be a walk on, and he does, and he he has to like he's cooking food and stuff like that to earn pay to earn money to to be able to keep you know pay his bills and pay for his school. And and now he's back on full scholarship, and he I mean he didn't do anything lights out, but he's one of those guys. I mean I look like Dad said the defense wasn't terrible, but you didn't see anybody make any egregious really egregious mistakes. And Justin Harrington's one of those guys that didn't make anything that was an egregious mistake. And you go no, and and what they ran on offense kind of was weird for the for a cheetah player. You know what I mean. He was always kind of dropping back and pass coverage and didn't get to play in the box that much. Well, they passed the ball a bunch. Yes. And and we weren't – honestly, if when you hear what their guys say, that wasn't expected. They we they expected – their people expected to see – like their play-by-play guy, he expected to see a heavy dose of run because they felt like the running back room and their offensive line – were two of their their, well, their offensive line averaged three hundred and twenty two pounds. Did y'all? Did you? Uh, speaking of what other people say, did you see what Butcher Jones said after the game? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, I take that's, it with a grain of salt. No, I mean it's it's that's probably just you know sunshine pumping. I, well, I don't know if it's sunshine pumping. I'm I think he's. Uh, there's probably oh, some I, truth to he, it. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. The to deal you, is, he watched that team on defense. They're, big, they're uh, fast. He watched that team on tape. If I, you watch them, they're different. I mean, I can go back and look at last year's yes. team versus this team, this year's team. They're a different team. They're better. They're bigger. I, not, they're faster. They're stronger. I, I'm not than arguing what they were that. last year. But I, I'm an OU fan, and so the fact of the matter is, an OU fan ought to. It's not. It's not about can we win nine games. It's can we win a Big Twelve championship, and can we make the playoff. Yes, that's and that's yes. the standard is is national championships at Oklahoma, and if it's anything else, you, you're selling yourself short. The deal is is Butch Jones is right. This is a better this is a better team than what he saw on tape last year. I'm pleased with that. But after you watch all the Big Twelve games that you saw this week, when you see the Baylor, TCU, Tech, West Virginia, even though we don't have some of those teams on our schedule, what's a disappointment now? Because originally I was saying anything said, less than being in a Big Twelve championship. We're going to struggle through the Big Twelve like Grant through Richmond, but losing a game we shouldn't is a disappointment. I'm, look, undefeated regular uh, season. So we're, like where, I said last week, where do you guys have OU ranked now in the Big Twelve after Week One? Uh, in the Big Twelve, one number one. I, two. I would probably put them at two behind Kansas State still. Uh, well, so Caleb, you got Kansas State one. I got you two, Texas three. No, I got I got Kansas State one. I got Texas two. I got OU three. And and that's just off just just off by off a play. I mean, Texas did not look good. They didn't, but they. I mean, they beat the brakes off. They skull dragged us last year, man. I don't care if you had a quarterback or not. Last year, we're talking about this season. Yeah, but you got to when you're this early in the season, you have to look at last season. If we're just looking at one game, I've got Kansas. Oklahoma, Kansas State, Oklahoma. Kansas State. Oklahoma. Who, did, who did Kansas State play? I don't know, but they didn't. Uh, who did Kansas State play? Uh, I mean, they played a nobody, but it was uh, that was a forty-five nothing shutout. Yeah, they didn't. They, I mean, they didn't Oklahoma. hang seventy-three on somebody, but 
They didn't number do anything one. not to be number one. They, they Kansas they, kicked our Kansas freaking State, butts Kansas the last State time we played them. Kansas State curb the team they play. And let's be honest, every time they get a chance, they curb stomp us. I don't want to play Kansas State tomorrow. I don't. No. Uh, I'm glad they're not on our schedule. They have our number. They bring them on. Bring them on, buddy. When, when I look at our schedule, I look down the list of it, and I, I, I see, a, you know, like Iowa State, Texas. Those are, are real competition games. Outside of that, but I, I still don't think an Iowa State loss is a screw up on yeah. OU's part. Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't lose to Iowa State. They, the the only game, the only game that I would even give them a pass, and I, I'll be frustrated and angry, and we'll we'll have a podcast after that game's over, no matter how it ends. But the end of the day is, if we lose to Texas, that's the only game you can really look at this schedule and say you should lose that game Absolutely. possibly. We're not it, losing that game. But if yeah. you do, you're, I'm okay with that. One loss I'm not on okay the season. With that. We're not losing that game. At the end of the season, I'm not okay with it in the moment. But at the end of the season, I can go, hey, we don't have to fire Brent Venables. Anything more than that, I'm calling for his job. I don't want to call for his job yet, but I'm disappointed. We're not losing to Texas. No, we're I'm, not losing in regular season this year. I'm still right standing because, beside uh, that. After week one, I think everybody had it right. OU, Texas, and Kansas State are head and shoulders above the rest of the league. I, I think and TCU so, will probably figure some stuff out. And they get won't. They, 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 they probably will. They probably will. But I think, the I think they'll be number three or four. The, the fact that we don't play Kansas State, Helps. you know, you take them even out of that mix, and I think – well, of course, we got TCU more, once have they have more, time to figure it out. Yeah, right. But So if you have more than two losses in Big 12 play this year, I think it is disappointing. After right start. now, they're all sitting around worried about OU. No, they're not. No, they're all saying, oh, you played nobody. I know, but they, they all played nobody. Well, they, they didn't play anybody as bad yeah. as we did. <laughs> we beat nobody <laughs> worse than anybody. I mean, but how how often every year though, Iowa State struggles with Northern Iowa in their home opener. Northern Iowa, you know what I mean, believe and, it or not, is not that bad of a football team. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they're that bad of a football not that team. Bad of a football well, team. I mean, I'm just saying, yes, you're thinking of Northern Illinois. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Northern, Northern Iowa sucks. Northern <laughs> Illinois <laughs> is who I'm thinking of. Northern Excuse Illinois made a ball game. I back team. up on that. I I think Kansas, Kansas State historically struggles against nobody in their Big 12 opener, and they play as tough. And so I think it's just – I don't know how much you can take out of these week one games like this. I, I don't think you can take a you, ton out of it. You hit the nail on the head last week. You said that that's exactly what you said. Everybody's going to struggle week one. So, But Oklahoma right. didn't struggle. No, we didn't. The Big Agreed. 12 historically has struggled in week one, and, and again, we did again. Uh, but when you look – my my fear is, and the reason I, I I look at this whole thing and go with so much caution and, and stuff is because I look at what we have to face next year. If you're losing multiple games this season. You're talking about last year. Now you're talking about next year. I'm talking about <laughs> this year. You you have to look Undefeated. at the future. When you're considering this coaching staff and this me, team, you have me, to look at next year. Let if me you throw this out there. What if Dylan Gabriel plays it like Heisman campaign season this year? He's got another – he could come back another year. Brent's you, already told him he's got to leave. Do you want him back another year? He already told him he Going has to leave. Going into the SEC? Brent already said he's leaving. 
He's already thrown him out the door. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is he you're doesn't gonna, have a spot what, next you, year. You get to go into the SEC with a seasoned quarterback who no. had a great season no. or a Jackson unproven – Sophomore, yeah. I be think backed up by another. I just wonder if it was five star quarterback. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. If it was up to me, if it was up no. to me, I bring Dylan Gabriel back all day. I'm a huge D- G- Dylan Gabriel fan. No, you're not either. Yes, you're I am. You're throwing his ass into the bus the first time he throws one over somebody's <laughs> no, head. I love Dylan. You're Gabriel. exactly right. I love him. No, I'll throw him under the bus write, and heartbeat. write that down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. I'm writing it. Down. I got it right here. I'm Dylan. No, Gabriel. you're not I love, right. Now I want to hand me the pen. Give him the pen. I'm writing. It. I do. I love Dylan Gabriel. I think I, you guys all crapped on him Cody last year. Cody loves Dylan Gabriel. I'm gonna write it. You down. crapped on him too. You know that. And if you say you didn't, you're full when of crap. When he threw them, I don't know how many balls he threw over their head last year. A dozen in that one game. I'll complain about. If him. I was on the staff, I'd have fired him then. No, I, I'm telling you. But I, if he goes, if he rolls through the season this year, like he played yesterday, or yeah, yesterday. Do you want him back next year? Yes. I do. Okay. Oh, but they ain't going to let him come back. But, man, if you could he have – He plays like that this a, year, he's going to the NFL. That's probably going to be the case, season, yes. yes. Yeah, that's going to be the case. I mean, if he has a great year, he's going to try to bank on that. But, man, if you've got a if you've got a seasoned veteran and a five-star, and I think to do that, you've got to find ways, like I said, whether it's goal line packages or whatever, you got to find ways to get Jackson Arnold – Involved in the game and keep him happy. You got. I mean, if you can have, if you can have two great quarterbacks on the team, yeah, take that all day long. He has to have reps. If if we don't get him the reps that he needs, he's gonna next year. He's thrown into the gun. Dylan Gabriel is getting a gift from God this year in the in that schedule. That that's all there is to it. We got it. We got a good schedule. That's why I told you that we would go undefeated. We have the schedule for it. The only game that we have to negotiate is Texas. Or navigate? Yeah. Is that the word you were looking no, for? No, negotiate. Negotiate. We're, Y'all want to navigate it. I want to negotiate it. I ain't negotiate nothing with Texas. No, I'm, I, I, think, I think Dylan's set up to have success this year. I think Caleb's right. If he has the season that he started out having now, He's NFL bound. Yes, I, th- he, I he's think not so. Gonna, he's yeah. not going to stick around. If he has a struggle of a season by any by any stretch whatsoever, we're sending him back to Hawaii. If, if he has a struggle at all, these OU fans have already shown they're will, willing to. They'll call for the backup. And and the thing is, is Jackson Arnold didn't do him any favors. Jackson Arnold came out and looked like a star, exactly what we thought he looked like, and and he did. He came out and looked like a star. Then, I mean, but Jackson Arnold's going to have next year. Everybody better just prepare yourself now if you're listening to this. Don't hold Jackson Arnold to the standard that you're holding Dylan Gabriel to because his schedule next year is not Dylan Gabriel's schedule this year. Oh, no, not even close. Right. So we we did our pick them uh, against the spread last week. Uh we we picked against the Colorado TCU game. Shane, uh, you're the only one that won that one. Yeah, you yep. feel you feel pretty good about yourself right now, huh? I, I do. It's just you know it was, a, it was a tough pick, but paying off. Did you did you think you were going to win it? Did you think Colorado would win it straight up? I mean, it was a 21 and a half point game. No, he didn't think he was going to win it straight well, up. I just approached. I just. Approached I didn't think they were going to win it straight up, no. But, I mean, with the spread and then the fact that 
would I want would I want to have to play that Colorado team week one? Like, no. You know what I mean? That you have no idea what you're playing against. It's unpredictable. You got a great coach on the other sideline. You know the that's true. talent. That's true. And so that's just the way I went into picking that game. So and, and what was our other one? Was it this L S U game? So yeah, we had the Utah game. Uh, we all picked against the Utah game. We all got that one right. We all we all went with Utah. I don't know if you guys knew beforehand because I did not when I picked that game. Cameron I didn't Rising know. Wasn't I didn't know Cam Rising wasn't playing. I would have probably mm-hmm. went the other way. I would have went the other way had yeah, I known me. that. Not me. But yeah, everybody sure. says that now. Y'all write y'all down losses for that because y'all wouldn't have went that way. But I would have. Uh, Cam Rising did not play, but Utah is exactly what I thought I'd see out of Utah. They are. Good. They're electric offensively, and so pretty sound um, defense. Look good. Too. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they were they were pretty good. Uh, I think that team there. If I was picking right now, that's the team I'm I'm saying is coming out of the Pac-12. Uh, after Oregon, after Oregon, Oregon after won, Utah. Or, did you see Oregon's game? And after Colorado, I don't know that USC has a chance to win the Pac-12. Eighty-one to seven. Is what Oregon won. They gave up seven to Portland State. Yes. Portland State, though, 81 points. Oklahoma we could have scored 115 uh, we, at the we, other day we if, we if we wanted to. We could have scored 81 if we wanted to. I don't disagree. I know, but guys, really. 81's hard to score in a football game. Oregon. It wasn't Saturday. Utah. You. Colorado. I don't think USC's going to win the Pac-12 this year. They they well they didn't win it last year. No, they did not win it last year. Utah won it. I think I think the problem that USC runs into is one. I know what the problem is. They run into it's that we we talked about it. Utah has it. You just said it. The Grinch who stole Christmas. Utah Utah had a pretty decent defense. Their offense is incredible, and and they they looked incredible with backup quarterbacks. So. Utah will give them fits. I think that's that's one team that's going to give them fits. The other thing is, is Oregon's offense last year was not very good, and if Oregon can put together any type of defense under Dan Lanning, uh, Oregon gives them fits as well. I don't know where. I, I don't know who's going to win it, but I know that USC's got the best player in the country on the team. They do have the best oh, player. I'm not makes arguing a big, that. Makes I'm a not big arguing that. But I don't, I think their defense is exactly what OU. Used to have when Grinch was there. Yeah, their defense isn't great. I agree. And they're going to give up too many points and can't recover from it. Hey, what, what was the spread on the LSU game? Uh, two and a half, I believe. LSU, two and a half. And I picked yeah, LSU to win that. I did too. We're tied up right and now. And no, no, we're not anymore. Ooh, everybody, yeah, we're still are. Say, everybody except Florida Caleb. On the two yard line right now. Everybody except Caleb picked uh, LSU on that game, Shane. So uh, y'all yeah. guilted me into the Florida yeah. State pick. So y'all can we suck guilty. it whenever they win. So where so, are we at in the game? Uh, third quarter, three oh, minutes left. Florida State's about to score. So. Y'all don't worry. We're fine. LSU hadn't looked that well, great. They don't look great. They well, really great week. in the fourth quarter. Looks like Florida State just scored. Just took the lead. So yeah. 24-17. Uh, I'm not a uh, – what's LSU's coach name again, Brian? What? It's Brian uh, Kelly. Kelly. I can't stand that guy. I, yeah. I don't like Brian Kelly. The problem – I always have a hard time picking LSU, which I picked them this time. I have a hard time picking them because LSU just, for some reason, never has a quarterback that's worth a darn. 
And, and not only that, but they they just offensively they've always been mediocre. Yeah, Joe Burrow kid was. They're terrible. just easy to hate. They're an easy <laughs> team to hate. Shane goes straight to Joe Burrow. He. He was there's there for always what, there's, like 13 seconds. There's always something about LSU that you can hate, whether it's Les Miles or I just yeah I just hate Brian Kelly I just hate or LSU. Purple, nothing less than purple. I don't like gold and purple. I, the only I, time I root for them is when they're playing Alabama. I don't know if I wrote, wrote, root for them then or not. You ever heard the guy that tell the story that he was down there for the uh, OU uh, LSU game? For Shane, the are you sitting in the air conditioner closet? What, what do you hear, like a fan? Yeah, big oh, time. On, yeah. Yeah, Comes on and then it goes off, and when it goes off, I feel like – Not a big deal until we start talking about it. Now everybody can hear it. So, And then it sounds like, you know, an airplane just went over and it's out of sight now, and I'm like, wow, what was that? Why did it get so I, quiet? I don't know how you can't hear when we're in a room together, but you all of a sudden you have super hearing on this podcast. <laughs> what is – what is, he, has, he has these awesome headphones. I got headsets. He's going to be walking He's around every day with, good with and headsets. With headsets and a microphone in his pocket so he can hear people. What's crazy is hearing aids and your, and your podcast. I don't have hearing aids anymore. The dog ate them. So, <laughs> we $6,000 hearing aids and my dog ate one we, of them. I'm we, sorry, teacher, the dog ate yeah. my, my hearing aids. We we actually yeah. have the headsets on, and I've got me and Caleb set at like six, and Dad's cranked up to like ten. So that's why he can all of a sudden hear. He's, he's, he's watching over flies here. fly across the yeah, room, he, hearing them buzz. If anything moves across your microphone, he knows it. So, uh, no, LSU is one of those teams. That one of the, one of the things that I, one of the reasons you always sit there and go, why do you hate them so much? Uh, Oklahoma, you, LSU, when they played in the national championship, there's a guy that told the story of it that. When they were down there, he went down to go to the game. He's just in a random restaurant, and this LSU lady just starts screaming at him like a psycho, you know, yelling at him in this restaurant. He said it was aw- it was so awkward, so weird. And he, he said, he goes, I, I, I cursed her a little bit. And he goes, and then right after that comes Hurricane Katrina, and he's like, I, I feel like I brought that on them with, with the curse that I levied on her. But... <laughs> <laughs> so put the Marie Laveau on him, did you? Like, man, he told that story. I was dying when he told it, and I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, if you're out there in New Orleans listening, I apologize, but you know, some of you guys act like y'all may deserve that every now and again. I do not apologize to LSU fans. Uh, I've got a, a father-in-law, and a, no. he's, he, my father-in-law is not a big LSU fan. They live in Baton Rouge, um, so they are. Garden's part of the universe. They are they are fans by location, proximity. Uh, proximity there you go. But that uh, you know, outside of them too, now I screw them all. Yeah, I always, I always, I always think back, Caleb, when we were we visited Aunt Nelda down in Texas, and you and I wanted to go across the border to Louisiana. It's a sucky like, place, isn't oh, it? She's like, oh, oh, honey, like why, why would you want to go to Louisiana? Those. Those people are crazy over there, you know. And we were all laughing and stuff. And so I always think back. I, to that. I, I don't like, remember that. I remember you know, the trip. I remember saying that. Like, Why in the world? Yeah, I drove over there a couple times. <laughs> I love going down and visiting with Aunt Nelda and Uncle Bill. When we when we drive to like even Destin and stuff, and you go through El, you go through Louisiana, you're just like, let me get out of here. Yeah, yeah, we can we detour Louisiana? Yeah. Let's go to Arkansas, I, I, then to Florida. 
try straight through. The only time I stop is in Alabama to get some Georgia peaches. Remember, we stopped. Georgia makes good peaches. We stopped that one time at Monroe, and I almost got killed inside of one of their their malls when we stopped at that. Monroe, Louisiana. Because I I wore a Walters hat, and apparently in Monroe, you shouldn't wear a W on a blue hat because that's West Monroe. And somebody will cut you over it. And I told them, I said, everybody's looking at me funny. And sure enough, finally, a kind lady at one of the little stores inside that mall said, hey, you probably should take that ad off if you're not really from West Monroe. Somebody's going to kill you. And sure enough, I took it off and things and got then, better. That, then they saw your bald head, didn't they? I didn't have a bald head then. I had actual hair at that point. On the sides. Well, had hair I everywhere at that point. Very we, few we on the top. To all of you, very normal people in Louisiana who get lumped in. We do. We love New everybody Orleans at Doug Dynasty, West Monroe, and everywhere. So. Yeah. Hey, we, what are the picks this week? So this week, Caleb, who did you have for us? Uh, let me go phone out. Because right. I, I did not get down, your, but you forgot, didn't you? Yeah, I forgot my whole paper when I came over here. All right, so we've got uh, number one, Texas at Alabama. Alabama's a seven and a half point favorite. I, I got Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just different than the SEC. You know what I mean? It's just different. Yeah. But, hey, Texas is SEC now, too, though. So Huh? Texas is going to be SEC now, too, though. They so. ain't this weekend, though. Nope. I got Bama. Put me down. But I think that's going to be an old-fashioned uh, monkey stopping, as they say. As Pop sc- says. We're going to scrub. Skull drag them burger bears. Who you got, Shane? Yeah, I'm going Bama too. I mean, if it were in Austin, I gotta get some better games. Points, I, I might. I might all, go with Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. It's I gotta go with Alabama. I'm, I'm taking Bama in this. We're gonna game. have to go to where you bring your own. You pick your own game. Then at this point, we all can't pick the same. No, we're gonna game. have to pick them. Well, you can't do that. No, I think because I'm I, gonna I, pick the ones I know. You know, y'all picking stuff that I don't know nothing about. No, I, I think I like we're, how we're doing it. We're just going to pick. Uh, we're gonna have to pick some better games. You you pick games. Let's go with them. What we got? We've got Oregon uh, at Texas Tech. Oregon's a seven point favorite. I got Oregon after eighty one. I, I switched this game out. There was an Ole Miss and hey, Ole Miss. Who are they playing? They monkey stomp somebody. Who did they play? Hey, Shane, your air conditioner come yeah. back on? It, it's just the fan. It's not air conditioner. It's the fan here. It's just, it hasn't gone off. No, it went but off. The dog is something's back. come the back dog on. Is back. It, it might be my air conditioner. <laughs> it may be. It may be Caleb's. I may be so. picking it. I may be picking it up on my. Probably is. Airway. You're, you're here, off the hook, right. Shane. It's, it's probably SpaceX uh, flew over and you, you picked it up or something. It might be, <laughs> uh, put might me be down Starlink for Oregon on outside. this one. Well, yeah, you're going to go with Oregon. Shane, you got Oregon? Well, yeah, I've got, especially after. I should have went to freaking Ole Miss game. I should have known better. I got Oregon as well. Nobody's going to go differentiate on that. I'm going to start making my own lines. I mean, the fact of the matter is, Tech got their. Butts kicked by Wyoming. They did get monkey stomped. Yes, by them, so. I didn't get monkey stomped by them. That was close game. Wyoming. Yeah. If you get beat they, by my well, Wyoming, that, it's a monkey stomp. Get monkey stomp. You got you got beat by Wyoming, monkey and then you stomp. got Oregon, who beat somebody eighty-one points to seven. All right, for the last game, we've got Nebraska at Colorado. That's a tough. Colorado is no, a two, two and a half point favorite. We're rolling that. We're riding that Colorado. You no, know no, what? I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going with Nebraska. 
Whoa. 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 Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's that at? Yeah. At Nebraska. Nebraska. No, at Colorado. Take that back. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is at home, Colorado. I'm going with Colorado. I think I should get to stick with Colorado and everybody else has to pick opposite. Who's who's the uh, I, I, get, I get to roll Colorado's a two and a half point favorite. A two and a half point favorite? Yep. I'm going with Colorado. Because it's at home. If it was in Nebraska, I'd go with Nebraska. So y'all, y'all are saying the Colorado hype is not a fluke. Not a fluke. I'm not saying it could be a fluke. I'm just saying Matt Rule's gonna I, have some film I, to watch now. But he's got I, a tight end that's in prison. I with him last week, I'm gonna stick with him. Who's He's got a tight end that's now in prison, right? The, the kid that just yeah. robbed a vape shop. So, I mean, I, that that's the deal. I mean, Man, that's when your life goes up Put me up down for Nebraska because right we all can't pick the same thing. I'll, I'll take don't, Nebraska. Don't no, do I'll take Nebraska. Pick. I'm getting a pity pick. Don't do a pity pick. Nebraska. I don't want Straight you to do it. Right up. Caleb's taking Nebraska. Shane? Man, you you got to think Nebraska's got to win one eventually, though, right? I mean, they have been oh, for was, about seven years so now, bad. but it ain't happened. I mean, that Minnesota game was hard. I'm not game. buying the Colorado hop yet. Shane, who you got? Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking with Colorado. I mean, uh, they, did me, they did me right. Still buffs. Who did I pick? <laughs> did this, did pick? this game? Yeah. Colorado. That's who I thought I picked. Just checking. I. I'm behind. I'm losing in this whole thing. Doesn't matter how this you gotta this Florida State games ends. I'm either tied with Caleb in you gotta, you gotta in second in place, or I'm in there. dead freaking last. And and, and it, I'm I'm sitting here thinking Nebraska's hey, got to be able to win something, right? You got to go out on a limb every now and then, bud. But it's at Colorado. I'm taking Colorado. Yeah, I'm not you, a moron. You sorry, dog. I'm not a moron. I'm sitting here going. I watched the kid no, throw for five hundred. He threw no for five hundred yards against TC. Nebraska's quarterback did not look good. That just he just didn't look good. Nebraska is Iowa with fans. Did Did Nebraska play last week? I don't. They played Minnesota. They played Minnesota and lost. lost. They were. They Minnesota's not a bad team. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. We'll do this on another week. Minnesota's up there rowing the boat, buddy. We'll, we'll get some better games next week. <laughs> Row the boat all you want. Minnesota's terrible. They've been rowing a boat. PJ Fleck, they're rowing the boat, buddy. Hey, is PJ Fleck still there? He may not be much longer. Sounds like he's rocking the boat too much. Yeah, I think so. Been in the rules a little too much. Uh, let's be honest. They're rowing the boat up the Colorado River because Colorado would steamroll them and Nebraska, <laughs> sounds like, to me. So uh, I got Colorado. Caleb's got Colorado. Shane's got Colorado. Everybody's got Colorado in that game. We're going to uh, find a different game. We, we didn't differentiate one bit. That's we're your gonna, job. So it doesn't matter. We're just going to come back next week and find out if we're all morons or, or if if we're We're geniuses. all heroes or zeros. Exactly. Um, you know, we've – Anything else you guys want? We haven't even got to touch on the next game. We'll, if you guys have time this week, we'll probably try to get together and touch on the next game. Just a, a shorter pod. Just who to, we got next? SMU. SMU. You know they. Them things. Them boys cheat. They got caught one time and they not, never, they put the chains on the It's not doors. cheating now. Everybody was everybody was cheating in there. It ain't cheating it now. Ain't cheating now. They can do all that legally. Yep. Hey, they're going hey, to the ACC, guys, man. Yes, they are. Did you guys hear? That Manning at Texas hasn't taken a snap yet is making twice as much as Joe Burrow's 
base salary in the NFL. Yeah, I can, be, I, I can believe that. There's, there's going to have to be some type of limitations put on this. They're going to have to do something insane. with it now. NIL is getting out of control. Insane. I mean, one I, kid's won a national title and been to a Super Bowl, and another kid's done. I'm nothing. a happy man because OU is one and zero. I, I follow, I follow like the, the Sooner Scoop account on on three. And and so when you look at that, they have this little projection thing of like what these recruits are worth, which is is scary in and of itself. Well, they ain't worth what they're worth. No, no, it, know, yeah. it's putting a value on a kid that hasn't done a thing in the college level. But the deal is, is some of those numbers are ungodly, unreal. Yeah, it's like oh, this kid's worth one point two million. I mean, the deal is, is how much is Caleb Williams worth? He ain't worth much. You can't even fix the toilet. I can do that. Yeah, I, that's true. But the, let's be honest. The fact of the matter is, is Caleb Williams, if you could get him on your team right now, you change the trajectory of, of most teams. We all said USC is not a good football team when their defense is out there because we've all seen Alex Grinch's defense. And we saw what – we pretty much saw Lincoln Riley football team last year without a elite quarterback, like elite. Right. And what did you get? You got six and seven. Now, you put a Caleb Williams back on that team, what do you get out of that? That's probably, you know, he's, he's good for oh, two or three win. wins. I, just, I yeah. find it hard to believe that this is what they envisioned when they came up with NIL. They didn't. They didn't, they didn't. envision but this. That, they, but they didn't. It's their own fault. Well, it's it's they they should have set NCAA's some guidelines fault. The NCAA, the NCAA yes. sucks at everything they do. They, they've to me, screwed up everything since day one. They're I, I liken it to, to medical marijuana in Oklahoma. They're inert. That's that's my comparison. Is that it's it's no different than when they pass the medical marijuana. If it, anybody that wants a, med, a marijuana license can go out and get it. Exactly. Just go see a doctor. You got it. Don't matter what you have. You yeah. don't have to have anything. Tell them you got whatever. There's they open it up. It's the wild west. Exactly. It's the same right. thing that they did with the NCAA. With the NIL. Yes, it is. And it's, it was supposed to be for name, image, and likeness. And it was for, like, a company to come in and have a kid do commercials for them or something because of their ability at the collegiate level. Collegiate level. And their pop. Some commercials, sign some autographs. Right, or sign some autographs. Or what, exactly what Rhett Bomar did. Yeah. Work for, yeah, I mean. Run down here at this. You know, Show up and sell a couple cars. Sign some autographs and sell some cars. No. Now I'll sign you to a deal to for play. $1.2 million and you don't have to do anything. Right. Rhett, let's be honest, Rhett didn't. He didn't even sign no autographs today. He wasn't showing well, up. I know that, but I mean. He was getting paid for not even being there. They were just like, hey, just, we're paying you to show up to OU practices. Yes. That's what they were doing. And we, we, we had a good bag man at that point. Uh, Obviously the, not good enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then that was really the downfall of Bob. Bob didn't have good bag men that kept it quiet. Um, and so, I mean, but that's what Bama and, and Georgia, they've done well. Uh, now it's just, it's the Wild West, like you said. And, you know, it is what it is. And they're going to have to put some stipulations on it. They're going to yeah, have to I mean, get it under control. They have to. You've got a guy in your locker right, making $1.4 million or whatever the crap Caleb Williams is making. And then you've got a offensive lineman over here who's blocking for him. Yeah. Who's making – 
Thirty-seven dollars and yeah, twenty-seven cents. Twenty grand, and he's let, working at freaking McDonald's on the weekend. Let me let this tackle through, and we'll just see how big of a five-star yeah. he is. Just, they got they need to cap it at something or do a collective deal on it. So if Caleb Williams signs up one point four million dollars, it goes into a fund. That fund's distributed amongst all the athletes. At the university. Oh, so you're a socialist now? I'm not a socialist, but there, I'm, I, I'm not even saying you got you got to well, distribute it. Let's don't needs, get into politics. There needs here, to boys. be a cap. Capitalism rules, baby. Let it go. I'd say Caleb Williams is worth yeah, one point four million. You, Let you him don't have say it. You're that. You're just all for him because I, your name's Caleb. You I don't, don't say that. Talk. I don't want to talk anymore about nil, but I do. Think yeah, it's let's crazy. move on again. I do think it's crazy that someone like Joe Burrow, who's won national titles, who's a first round draft pick. Who has been to the Super Bowl? Some kid who's never played a down in college football is making it's ridiculous. The same amount as someone like that's crazy. It's and, ridiculous. And so that's, that's not that's not capitalism. That's not like playing futures or something on some kind of weird stock game. So anyway, it, it, it that's not, what it not is. Not of nil. Like anyway, that's, that's that. Uh, we didn't get to talk about the next game much. If we get a chance this week, we'll try to get together. Uh, and, and do a short pod uh, sometime this week to talk about the Oklahoma SMU game. Uh, any any closing thoughts that you guys have about what we've talked about tonight? Uh, we do have Pops Pick'em. Uh, we asked you to pick out a – what did we ask you to pick out tonight, Dad? Offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. lineman. And I'm going way back, guys, before even Pops was around. And that's Paul – Buddy Burris. He was a three-time All-American at OU. He played offensive guard, and he played defensive guard. He passed away in 2007. God bless what year, Buddy what, Burris. What years did he play? In the late 40s. Uh, and he, he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers and played three years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Would he have been during the uh, the Bud Wilkinson era? Or? Yes. So he'd been one of Bud's boys. He's one of Bud's boys. He was a gooder one. Can you can you? Is there even a player during Bud's era that you could even say that probably wasn't great? I mean, he's winning forty seven well, games this, straight. You know and what's, stuff. what's amazing about these guys? He started out at Tulsa for the Golden Hurricanes. Then the war came along, and he volunteered, volunteered. went to the war, come out of the war, and went to OU and made All-American three years in a row. That is impressive. impressive. That's impressive. That's Pat Pat Tillman type stuff. Thank you, Buddy Burrs, for your service. And thank you, Buddy Burrs, excuse me, Buddy Burrs, for your time at the University of Oklahoma. We love you. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, always, always a good time to hear hear the the history of Oklahoma. We have it here. Uh, anybody else got any other thoughts before we we yeah I shut got this one thing more thing to say? <laughs> you would, of course, of course you do, pops. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too. Love you too, Dad. Love you, boss. Shane, you got anything? Man, it's a good week. Seventy three nothing. I'm excited. Excited about the season. I, I'm Can't interested. We got, is there, are there any games tomorrow night? There is. There's a game tomorrow night. Yeah, there's, there's the Duke Clemson. Yep, Duke and Clemson. Oh, that'd be good. I a basketball school that. and a football school. That's going to be fun. Let's go, Duke. I, you're pulling for Duke. I, I hate Clemson, and I, 
Why do you hate Clemson? We took their defensive like, coordinator. You got to feel like bad Clemson. for them because Clemson freaking monkey stomped us twice. They got a they got a no, slide. They got a them. slide in their dressing room. I, I mean, in I their like football facility. I like Dabo, but I like God Dabo. dang it, I can't. They kicked the crap out of us on years that we. So you're you're thinking of Dabo like Tim Tebow. Everybody hates Tim Tebow, but he's the nicest guy. Once, he once is. Dabo quits coaching at Clemson, I like him. I mean. But while he's there, screw Clemson. I don't hate Go anybody Duke. but Texas and Miami. I, you only you hate Texas and Miami? Lincoln, I, Tebow. I hate Tebow. I'm, I hate Lincoln. USC. What about Oregon? How do you feel about Oregon? I don't like I've, Oregon. I've been draw. I've got there a we list. Go. So here we go. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. I don't care deal. much yeah. for Texas Clemson. Tech. At, I don't Clemson really care for list. Kansas State. You're no different than me. I've got a list. I've got a I list of people. Okay. I hate them all. I have a hatred for this like, long list, list of people. And everybody's like, how do you hate? Oh, I hate Texas. And they're like, what do you, What about Oregon? Well, you know that onside kick thing. I hate them too. Hey, that, that, they cheated on that. They Alabama did, was really high on my list of that 2014 Sugar Bowl, and then they come down a little bit. So. Yeah, I don't hate them near as bad. And then 2019 happened, they kicked the crap out of us again. And they had them again. We, up. If we'd had more time, we'd have beat their butts in. Yeah. We yeah, were we, coming back. We only but. needed 17 quarters, and we'd have taken that thing home. Hey, we could have beat them if we'd had enough time. A war of attrition, baby. That's what we're all about. Unfortunately, it's only a four-quarter game and not an eight-quarter game. Hey, so it's been another another great podcast. Uh, thankful that you guys listen. Uh, tune in as we will try to get another one out this week if we get a chance. Uh, you've been listening to Sooner Born and Sooner Bred. Uh, podcast with uh, a father and three sons. We have no insider information, as you can obviously tell. Just strong opinions. Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm crazy about Oklahoma. Texas so doggone Honey, I'm crazy about Oklahoma. You know Texas so doggone big. <laughs>